Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Hey, Lou. We made it. After all the technical problems we've had this morning trying to connect, we are here. Yes, and it was it's so funny because one of my intentions for this year is to connect better and we're just like, why can you not hear me? <laughs> we weren't connecting at all, but we blame Zoom. Yes, we blame Zoom and now we, we found our way back to each other. So that's good. Yeah. So we're talking about leveling up our writing, our careers, our lives, getting well, shit done. Let's focus on the writing. Otherwise, we could be talking for two weeks, probably. Let's focus on the mm. writing. Um, but yeah, leveling up, leveling up as a, a writer and, and, and also like maybe as a writer so in your career, but also maybe in your writing craft or your writing practice. Yeah. Uh, my focus, my focus at the moment isn't on my writing, unfortunately. So I, I when you suggested that we talk about this topic, I was kind of, mm, I don't know that I'm going to have anything to say, but then that's what we do. We start off with a topic and then have loads to say. So I'm willing to see where it takes us. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm very curious as to why your focus hasn't been on your writing just genuinely I've genuinely <laughs> I suppose to just think I am I've just been busy with other things so I I was thinking about this over the weekend uh, where do I have time to give I don't scroll through social media well a little bit but not much not enough to for it to be some sort of significant amount of time uh -huh. I don't binge on Netflix very often or if I do it tends to be with Marcus so spending time with Marcus so I could give up Marcus but then I think that might lead to her issues and then there's the biggest draw on my time other than my day job and that's the dogs mm -hmm. yeah and they well, ain't going anywhere <laughs> I mean I first want to defend Marcus here because I think he's also good for you yeah yeah he is he is so I would suggest keeping him um, I will I will okay. I'll keep I'm Marcus just, okay that's good um and I would actually think that not keeping Marcus will mean even more work. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, he does contribute quite a bit. So, yes. Okay. Well, I think we'll, Marcus I'll is keep him. Safe. Yeah, I think it's, he'd be glad to hear that. Um, yeah, and the doggos, yes, that's a commitment. And there's my dad, but I can't really get rid of him either. Yeah. 
and relationships. <laughs> just laughing. I'm just laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so basically what you're saying is that you're currently prioritizing some other aspects of your life. Yeah, some of which I want to prioritize and others of which I feel I ought to prioritize. Yeah. Mm. But are you okay? So, yes, yes. I'm okay and I'm going with it. Um oh. and it will get I, I think it will get easier um as as Luca gets a little bit older and more settled it'll it's like having children isn't it i'm talking like i've got toddlers they are like toddlers though dogs yeah into and everything and you've no got to keep one. an eye on them <laughs> this is why i prefer cats over dogs yeah cats don't have tantrums do they well they have what people call zoomies like those crazy moments where they just decide this is the perfect time to run around the house crazy with my tail all puffed up. Oh, they have that. That's cute. That's cute. Mine do zoomies as well. Actually, Lily doesn't, but Luca does occasionally. But that's like, yeah. I wanted to have children and people are like, oh, you should get a dog. And I'm like, I, I just told you I never wanted to have children. It's the same <laughs> thing for me. It like is the same, the same thing. Yeah. I completely understand. If you already have children, you're already in that sort of rhythm. Right? Mm. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But if you're very, yeah. So no, cats, I mean, I like independence. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I, I've kind of had to accept that there's things I need to do in relation to do you know what it's not just the dogs the dogs are kind of a catalyst for it but they challenge you to learn more about yourself and to mm. so for instance I'm not the most patient person in the world <laughs> But when it comes to Luca, I have to be patient. I have to be patient because he's so sensitive. He will pick up on any impatience and it will just make the matter worse. For instance, if I, I need him to get in the van and if he knows that I'm in a hurry, he won't get in the van. Yeah, I get that. Do you, know, do you know, so I really have to cultivate that patience, which is good for me as a person. <laughs> and I'm just seeing him as coming into my life to teach me these things, these skills that are just part of being a great human being. <laughs> but So this reminds me of two episodes ago, we talked about surrender. Yeah, uh, we did. And... Like when you got Luca, right? Like Luca needed a lot. He still needs a lot of work, right? But yeah, you did not. Yeah. You two did not adopt Luca, thinking this is going to be a breeze. Like you knew. Yeah. You even thought we might not be able to do this 
but where he is now is not okay. So at least he will be better and then we'll see. So yeah. I, I could have gone all, because I knew this was going to affect your writing, right? Yeah. So Lou, what the, like, why are you, so I could call it like self-sabotage or whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, but I'm just saying that's a perspective, right? Like, why do you do this to yeah. yourself? Yeah. But I, yeah. I am more on the other end of, of things. Like sometimes these things happen and yes, they affect your writing. But in the end, your writing, even if you're a full-time writer, your writer, if your writing is not all to you. Yeah. And at the same time, I believe that all aspects of your life are intertwined somehow. Yeah. So what 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 you're going through now with Luca? And I honestly believe that he needed to be in your life um, for whatever duration. It's it's not that I yeah. was like, oh, he's going to be forever. Like I've I've been very sort of like looking and sort of trying to observe what's happening. Um, but I believe that will eventually affect either your writing craft or how you position yourself as a writer or you will learn something and it will affect you on in that aspect as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, I think he's, he is teaching me how to be a better person. Yeah. I mean, how, how can that not affect your writing in the best possible way? Mm. Yeah. So I'm just I like, I think there's there's I think we have a tendency to be like I have this goal this writing goal but life keeps throwing me curveballs and yes to a certain extent some curveballs you can do absolutely nothing about like if your dad needs you you can do nothing about that right if my mom gets sick again I can do nothing about that the only thing no. what I can do about is how I react to that and what I do um, yeah, but sometimes these things happen, and I'm not. I'm not trying to pull a everything happens for a reason, right? Because mm. that, depending on what you have going on in your life right now, that can feel like the worst thing somebody can say. But a while ago, I heard somebody speak about it like this. They said, maybe not everything happens for a reason. But you can make, you can give a reason to anything that happens. So yes, when something that's when, good. Yeah, so you can you can have you can it's a, it's a nuanced thing, right? So you can have like something really shitty happen in your life, and then you can decide to not do anything with it, or you know once once it's in the past or once you've worked through it look back and be like okay so what did i get from what what, what was there to learn was there a lesson because it's not that you can prevent certain things from happening so for me that mm. really shifted because I, I i also don't like the i don't like it the things needed to happen for a reason because awful things happen in life and i really don't want people to think mm. oh i need it to be sexually assaulted so now I'm mm. here, right? But I'd rather yeah. see it as this thing, bad thing that happened in your life could probably not have been avoided by you, being prevented by you. Mm. So 
it, when it happens, then you get the you have the agency to say, "Am I either gonna let it affect me this way or that way?" Yeah, and make like, reason out of it. Yeah, so find make a reason from it. I actually, yeah. I actually think I I heard about this in an interview about this book. It's like you know, the five we, we all know the five phases of grief. Yes. Yeah. Right? Well, they I don't, know them. Yeah, so it's like I don't even I, I I don't even know if I can tell them, but I think we know that there are five phases. So it's like yeah. there's like denial, and, yeah, yeah. There's denial, and there is reasoning, and then there's like in the end there's acceptance, right? So this mm. book, I don't ask me who who this guy is who wrote the book, but this guy was talking about the sixth phase, and that is purpose. So we don't fully move beyond our grief until we have given what happened a certain purpose. Mm. And that has really, and I think I've listened as well. It was a, a, an interview Brené Brown did with this guy. And I think I, I must've been at least two years ago that I listened to that and it still stuck with me. But I think he was the guy who said like, you know, it's not like everything happens for a reason. So this needed to happen, but it's more like, well, you know, shit happens. Um, mm. But maybe we, the only way to work through it fully is by finding some purpose in it, like allowing a, allowing yeah. the thing to change us in a profound way. I like that. I prefer that. Oh, because it's so, it can be so cold. To say, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you can say that if you've not got a job <laughs> that you went for. But yeah, if you've lost someone, then yeah, yeah, that's it depends on the level different. of pain, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, or like if something really bad happened to you, or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, slavery yeah. needed to happen. Everything happens for a reason. I'm like no, right? That just no. makes me. Um, but get you can say that getting Luca happened for a reason because yes. it's not that bad. <laughs> yes, but also I've seen the change in you because you were fighting it a lot at the beginning because it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then you had you had this internal switch. Yeah, I I had a lot of baggage that came with getting him. Yeah. 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 So you, you decided to deal with that. Yeah. You could have decided because not he, to do that. Yeah. But he needs me. Yes. And you need him. Yeah, I think I do. So leveling <laughs> leveling up as a writer, is that anywhere in your in your on your horizon um, well if you think about what i agreed to do was it on the last podcast around social media yes we need to talk about that well, by I, the way I, well yes i did i sat down and i looked at it and then realized that it's just not and this isn't me avoiding it because I seriously gave it some thought. 
I think my priority needs to be on the writing right now. And I think that's part of why I'm resistant to, to you know, fully getting behind it. Because I just don't have the time to do both. I don't have the time to do everything. Probably what I'd like to do is give up some of some of the hours, not all my day job, but it would be ideal to reduce my hours with my day job. But we need the money at the moment. So that's not an option. Yeah, I, I totally get that, though, because it kind of reminds me of all the people I see in like all the Facebook groups that we're in. And they're so they, they show up and they, they post and they say, I'm nearing the first draft of my first novel and I want to do mm. a social media course. And I'm like, how about you first finish a full proper book uh, before mm. you start yeah. thinking? Because I'm like, you're talking about the first draft of a first book you've ever written. Like, yeah. this is not the time to create your social media audience how about you first finish the book and see see if you can properly finish a book like turn it into a great book let's see if you can do that first and then when you have your beta readers or your friends or whatever they look at your book and they're like oh wow this is actually really um and maybe some strangers this is actually really great maybe you can do this writing thing once you have that affirmed maybe this is when you start thinking about okay what is my social media plan look like yeah yeah and i i i wanted to kind of practice the social media stuff and get into a good habit of putting content out but when the reality is there are so many hours in the day and unless i stop sleeping i'm not yeah. going to be able to do it no and i don't think that is a good how many hours like I need I, I haven't slept like that in a long time but my, I, I need around eight hours to feel fully normal as a human being I've been getting about five and a half six yeah so it's really breaking me up um but do you like can do I you just say I can hear your squeaky, squeaky air conditioning. <laughs> Just if anyone else can hear it, it's Marielle's it squeaky air it's conditioning. Like, it's warm in the room. Not now. her chair. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's it's my really ancient AC that I should have gotten replaced two months ago. But adulting is not not my favorite thing. How many hours sleep do I need? Probably about the eight. Um, and I maybe get, I, I'm not too bad now. I'm not quite getting enough sleep, but I'm not too bad. If I come back and go to bed for an hour <laughs> after taking the dogs out. And I love that time. I just absolutely love it. We have toast and share toast in bed, me and the dogs. And then cuddle up together and go to sleep for an hour before it's time to get up and I could at that point I could use that hour to write I could use that hour to do some yoga like you but I also love that hour 
and it just makes me feel so much better. So I'm kind of not willing to give that up. It's hard, is it? Yeah. To choose um, what needs to give and mm. what should stay just because it's better for you. Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen that because like some people, some writers I know, they wake up at 4.30 in the morning and they write and other people are like, oh, I want to do it too. And I'm like, well, what time do you go to bed? Well, around 11, 12. Well, these people don't go mm. to bed at 11 or 12, right? They yeah, go to bed at yeah, nine. Yeah. That's why they can get up in the morning. Like they don't sleep for hours. It'll, you know, it'll end you. Um, so for me, I couldn't go to bed at nine. So I could never get up at oh, calculating hard, like five. I can do that. So that's I why aim I aim to go to bed at nine. <laughs> oh god, I, I never even try. So, but so I get up at six thirty, so I can be, I can write between seven and eight. It's it's all about mm. finding your perfect writing time. Yeah. So I did. I do wake up earlier than I used to because it used to be seven thirty ish. Um, like if I don't set an alarm, that's gonna be the time I wake up seven seven thirty ish. So I did push my time back, but just in a way that suited me. Um, but yeah, this morning I couldn't get up, and I had a slow morning and not that much to do before we were gonna record. So. I I still wrote for an hour, just an hour later than usual, because I just, I couldn't get out of bed. I felt, oh, just my period just, you know, throws me off. So tired. Yeah. But that's it. You've got to take account of your body and what your body needs as well. Yeah. Haven't you? It's not just a case of going, right, I really want to write, so I'm going to write. But that's what I see. That that's my point. We talk about where we want to be as writers, or like, like where can we like up level, which is what we were going to talk about today. Uh, yes. It's like we forget to place that in the entire context of who we are. Mm. And I'm yeah. fine with like, like for example, I like NaNoWriMo because for a month you can say to your friends, I'm not going to see you. Or you can tell your spouse, I'm not going to spend the evening watching the telly with you. But that's for a month. Like you cannot, that, that's not sustainable. That's why there's only, well, there's three NaNoWriMo's, but the official NaNoWriMo, there's only one a year. Because yeah. That stuff for a month, you cannot keep that up the entire year unless, of course, you write full time. But if, if it's something you do in between things, You really can't do mm. it. Yeah. Because there is so much other stuff to do. And I mean, we don't even have children. You have doggies. Um, yeah. And we, I'm doing the kind of cross stuff now, you know, as in I've, I've organized two runs this week so that um, Pippa doesn't have to organize them all. Uh, but that's something that, that, is really it's really important to the to me and the dogs and it's something we do together and it's also a social thing so it it meets a lot of needs <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Which so, I think during the but, pandemic has been a bit ignored. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe and it's, you are it's, person. I think I think that could be true. And, maybe I, that needs and my writing's still there. Yeah. But maybe that needs to happen first. I'm kind of going with it. I'm not stressing about things. No, I love that. I love that because there is, especially when, like it's different if you have certain goals, right? But your goal is not right now to be a full-time writer and earn X amount of money on your writing. Mm. So why not go with it? This Mm. is why I think it's so important to be clear on what you need and what your goals are. And and understand that they shift as well. You need to keep reflecting. And what you're willing to give up, whether that giving up is just like scrolling on Facebook or uh, watching less TV, you've, it's yeah. still you've you still got to give something up to fit something in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do think there's a lot of time wasted on certain things. It's just being aware of what it is for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could change my job. I could get a job where where I've got space to be able to plan and think. Yeah, but I'm not willing to do that either because I love my job. So. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, why would you give that up if it's not currently? I'm not saying that maybe those priorities shift later on. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they won't. Or, or they might shift for me, such as, you know, if the funding for the job I do ended or, you know, something happened, then yeah. I might be forced to con- to consider other things. But, yeah. So what about you? What about me? Um, are, you level- are you leveling up your writing? I I I do feel and I think this is very common for me in January kind of feel like a horse and like about to go on a race uh, I don't have the vocabulary for that also horse racing is bad people uh, but just as a you know a it metaphor. Um, as it as is greyhound racing Cruel. yeah I mean all I mean, I mean I mean I'm a vegan don't exploit animals for whatever reason um mm. But, um, yeah, I kind of been feeling this need to figure out because I think personally, or I'm making, I've made the shift in my head or I am making it is that the books I've published are, I mean, I hardly ever get a bad review, right? My books also don't get returned on Amazon, which is a, a really big thing right now now books getting returned on amazon and they're changing policies and stuff that doesn't happen to me either i think in total in in my career two books have been returned so that tells me something i think it's just for me the visibility thing so i think this is where i need to focus on this year um how to reach a larger audience and connect with like my ideal audience and I've been really feeling the need to become, to get a bit in teaching mode. So I'm, I'm thinking of 
like small challenges I can do to sort of, you know, find a new audience and also entertain uh, and help my, my already existing audience. And so, which is all out of my comfort zone, obviously, but they've, they've been, I've been having a list of things I want to be doing. Um, it's actually behind me. I hardly look at it because it's confronting, <laughs> confronting. but I, I do have ideas and I think I want to start implementing some of them this year yeah i think i'm getting to the place where i'm ready so that's not a minor thing then <laughs> no 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 that is really that is lit- literally leveling up saying i'm getting ready to say well here i am this is what i do um which is really scary to be honest um but yeah, and it's it's it's. I think it's good. I think because we. Uh, I'm not sure whether we talked about it on this podcast, but the other podcast is coming to an end, and and that is going to give me so much more space and time. To, because that took up way much more time than we both uh, thought at the beginning. I think at least I I completely, it was a lot, and um, so I'm glad we're finalizing it right now. We're working on the last episode, uh, which is. <laughs> A lot, like it's nothing compared, right? Like the amount of hours that goes into producing one episode. I mean, it could be 20, 30 hours. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wondering whether this feeling is coming up. Now I know that is ending. So I know yeah. I'm going to have the space to, to do that. But it's also some sort of internal. I mean, we've talked about this as well. Like I've, I've done. I've made some shifts over the past couple of months in terms of boundaries with certain people and cutting certain energies out of my house and working through some childhood stuff. Mm. So I'm wondering whether that also has opened up. Because um, there's a lot of, I, I don't, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm not like a lot of creators have this, right? There's this feeling that they have to contain themselves. Mm. Right, like everybody who is like creative or like a visionary or whatever, right? Like if if you were born into a family that doesn't have space for that, who doesn't know how to hold space for that because of their own um, of their own struggles, a lot of us get the message to be normal to 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 want yeah. more things uh, and yeah. to stop dreaming, like get your head out of the clouds stuff like that and yeah i think i think i'm on my way to giving myself permission again to do the things i actually want to do that's great and the hiding has been a big thing in my uh in my childhood the sense that you're too present Mm. that should and, and it's interesting because at the same time it was more that the the it wasn't that I was too present, but they didn't understand the type of presence that I had. Like, because when I was quiet and being myself and like crafting or writing little stories or like writing little songs or whatever, they got really worried because I wasn't being social. So then I got yeah. this whole, you know, you're not present enough. Like, you know, join us, join the, the other kids, whatever, right? But then at other yeah. times, 
when I was like talking passionately about the things I was doing, it was like, could you please just tone it down, volume down? So it's this sort of um, getting this message that whatever you are passionate about shouldn't have space. There's yeah. no space. So I think that's that's that of the things that I've gone through recently. And I think I knew for a long time, but just so many puzzle pieces have been falling into place for me. Um, also showing why it's been so difficult because it's one thing knowing this but then there's another like it's it's one thing knowing that oh yeah this is how i grew up and these are the stories that i was told and then there it's a whole other thing than going to the place where you're like but i don't have to believe these stories anymore and i can tell myself another story and yeah i don't actually agree with this right this is a story I want to live and then and then giving yourself permission to actually do it. I think I'm on that sort of threshold right now. Well, like with everything, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. It's I recently cuz I've been I've been going to a homeopath because regular therapy is not uh, I've tried that <laughs> a lot and I've always had people who in the end were like this is it like we don't know how to go further with you right like you should just accept that this and i'm like no so now i finally found a person in a homeopath who's like no let's actually unpeel this thing right like let's see let's just and re recently described it as you know when you get an onion and you start cutting it and then you open it up and there's like six different cores in it yeah yeah, that's like some people and I see now I see people in my life and I'm like you're also an onion like that it's not just you have to peel the layers <laughs> it's a, once you've done the appealing you're like what the fuck is this like it's so yeah. intri- so intricate right how different yeah. like how different things in your childhood and as you grow up affect each other and then it's like layered and it's like it interweaves and oh my god like unraveling that but I'm doing it which is great um, it's really hard, but I think that's why I feel like there will be some leveling up this this year because I kind of feel like this whole, you know, stretching your wings and just taking the dive kind of. And just growing in understanding of yourself, and, and which allows you to understand others better. Um, yes. Yeah, leveling up as a person, <laughs> like me, just a different route. Yeah, but of course, like my writing is also like when I talk about this, it's like the whole coaching as well, right? It's the uh, it's not just my fictional writing, um, or some other. Yeah, so yeah, I'm 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 really curious to see where this goes and whether I can keep it up. Um, but that's kind of where I am. So that's why I thought, like, when I drew, because I of course drew a tarot card to get to this topic, because that's how we roll these days. And when it showed up, I was like, yeah, for like, that's exactly how I've been feeling. I'm very curious to see what this year is going to bring to us. Yeah, so am I. We'll revisit it in yeah. December. Yes, if not sooner. Okay, we're out of time. So bye for now. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you and if you'd like to leave us a review, 
would be ever so grateful. Bye for now. <laughs>